I've had the privilege of being in and around banking for more than 50 years. Lots of changes during that time. We've gone from ledgers to laptops, typewriters to technology. One thing, however, remains the same. Banking is a people business, and I'll be talking with those people that make banking great here on Jack Rats with Modern Bankers. Hello, everybody. It's Thursday. It's Jack Rants with Brit Bryn. Now, Bryn isn't here today. She is suffering from COVID. She was diagnosed yesterday with uh, COVID. She's doing pretty well, uh, and she certainly will be back hopefully next week. Uh, and we're putting you in our thoughts and prayers, Bryn, as well as your husband, and hope you both feel better very, very soon. Uh, I'm Jack Hubbard, uh, managing partner of The Modern Banker. So I'm going to do this alone today. This is really challenging to get this technology working. Hopefully it all is. And for those of you that are here, we're thrilled to have you. Uh, let, let's start talking about uh, the, this whole idea of how marketing can help its bankers with uh, using LinkedIn more effectively. Let's, let's put it that way. But before I start that, I wanted to talk about something really exciting that's happening on the uh, 15th of November. Bryn and I are going to be doing a, a, what, what I think is going to be kind of a groundbreaking webinar. It's about an hour. And we're going to talk about um, what's going on in 2024. Uh, boy, there's a lot of discussions around that, isn't there? About how this is all going to work. But from a sales perspective, what does this mean? So we're going to talk about heading off headwinds in 2024. We're going to talk about a relatively new concept called deep selling and what that really means to you and your bank. We're going to talk about using polls and how you can use those really effectively. I saw an interesting post today by Richard Vanderbloom, who we follow and hope you do as well, and talked about the algorithms and how they're all really challenged, but polls aren't challenged as much as the others. So uh, we're going to talk about polls and how to make that happen, and certainly what's new for 2024. And all of that comes to you on November 15th at noon Eastern time. Bryn and I look forward to, uh, to having you with us. So it's September 27th. I'm at Graduate School of Banking, and I've retired from GSB, and it was a bittersweet time. And I, I've loved my 12 years up there and teaching several thousand bankers. But we were at the sales and marketing school and it was my day to do prospecting and sales leadership and business development and LinkedIn. And so we took a three hour tour with some uh, really powerful and really engaged uh, community bank CMOs around what's going on with LinkedIn. Well, you don't have three hours, I don't have three hours, but I thought what we do today is to kind of give you the Cliff's Notes version of, of some of the things that we talked about at the school of uh, uh, sales and marketing school. So one of the things that I always suggest to marketing directors at community banks is to go out and take a look, and maybe it's just a sample of the uh, uh, profiles of your bankers, especially those that are client facing. And if you've never done this, uh, bankers tell me that they get a real shock when they see what's going on. You see, if you talk to people like Amber Farley, one of the great branding uh, aficionados of banking, she would talk about consistency 
and how branding is so important and how critical it is to be consistent. Well, if you go out and look at your uh, bank's LinkedIn connections, you might find a level of consistency that's far below what you want. So how do you approach this? Well, one thing you can do is to look at your photos of your bankers. And I can tell you that I know a couple of really good community banks. Um, one's under a billion, one's under two billion. And what they do is they have an annual LinkedIn photo day. Now this captures all the brand new bankers that, that come in. It also gets any of those people that have uh, maybe looked, the, the profile may have fallen through the cracks. So um, this bank actually hires a professional photographer with a very nice professional background, and they actually go and take the photos of their bankers. This works out really well for them, and it creates that level of brand consistency without harming the personal brand of the banker, and it allows them to do a lot of creativity within their profile, but yet, since they're a part of the bank, it allows them to do that as well. So that's kind of tip number one. Look at those profiles of your bankers. Where is the level of consistency? What do you want as far as consistency goes? And especially in the photos, make sure that if, you, if they need a professional photo uh, and you want a level of consistency, maybe a LinkedIn photo day might work out really well for you. The second thing is still at the top of the fold. You know, Britt and I talk quite a lot about backgrounds and how important they are. And we know a couple of banks that have done really, really well with backgrounds. So here's where marketing, again, can serve as a tremendous partner. So in these couple of banks that we know, marketing has gone out and put together several templates that fit the format of the LinkedIn background. This could be their building. I know a bank, Centier Bank, who has done a really good job because they have a beautiful building uh, and they've put their building in their uh, background. Cape Cod 5, if you go out to Cape Cod 5 and you look at some of the uh, uh, folks there on LinkedIn, you'll see a really interesting way that they put uh, uh, a five uh, with all of their people and they took an aerial photo of that. So what does that look like from a brand consistency perspective? So as a marketing, oh, look, a commercial banker, a business banker, a branch manager does not have the expertise and certainly does not have the time to be doing this. But this is a reflection of your personal brand. Rather than have the generic background that LinkedIn provides, why not go out and take a few templates? It could be some uh, uh, community a hallmark. It could be a building that everybody recognizes. Or if you're out in the mountains, maybe it's a mountain that everybody recognizes or some scenes within the marketplace that people would say, oh, that's part of that, uh, that bank. That's pretty easy to do. And again, this is a great thing to do for marketing if you got four or five templates and then taught your bankers how to go up and change that template. Now within that template, they can put their phone number, they can put their email address, they can put a little bit of saying, and, and Bryn has taught me to use Canva to be able to do that. So I'll change my background every single week, depending on who my guest is for Jack Rants with Modern Bankers. That show happens on Wednesday every noon, uh, noon on Eastern time on every Wednesday, by the way. And my guest next week is my really good friend, Joe Sullivan. And you're going to want to see Joe on that. But being consistent with the profile headline or the profile photo, 
and the background is really, really good. So then the next thing is, think about this. You are very likely the best writer in the bank. It's very, very likely that you have the most skills around writing in the bank. Now, if you don't and somebody else at the bank does, then maybe it's their responsibility. But take a look at those profiles from your bankers. I've known some marketing professionals who one at a time have gone through, especially the real key client facing bankers and really help make their profile into a resource and not a resume. That whole above the fold thing can be a great scroll stopper. And then help your bankers with their about section. I go through a lot of LinkedIn profiles. And one of the things I note significantly is the lack of the about section, which is absolutely so important in your LinkedIn methodology. And you as a great writer can at least help your bankers get started with some thoughts. Maybe you ask them some questions and put some notes down. I've seen bankers use ChatGPT, take a few notes, put it in ChatGPT, and then again, re-edit it uh, for their own edification later on. So that's really, uh, really powerful. And then the fourth thing is creator mode. So creator mode was launched a few, a uh, couple of years ago. And of the 950 million people on LinkedIn, there are less than 10 million in creator mode. And a lot of people say to me, well, when should I get into creator mode? And I think it's when you really get to the point where you have a goodly number of connections and a goodly number and a better number of followers. And my number is a thousand followers and at least 500 connections. But that creator mode, when turned on, allows you to do an awful lot of things. For example, I'm in creator mode and I couldn't be doing this LinkedIn Live program without being in creator mode. The other thing you can do with creator mode is you can your bankers can create a newsletter, a personally branded newsletter. Now, again, you may have to help them do a little writing on that, but that could go out into the community as well. And then the audio chats that are becoming even more popular. I, I don't know if you know Eric Cook. I'm sure many of you do, but he has a monthly audio chat on, uh, I believe it's the second Thursday of each month at 5 p.m. Central Time. And those are great because you get a lot of people in a particular room, they're not recorded, but they're on audio and not video. It takes a lot less preparation, a lot less software to be able to do it. And what if you, what, what if you helped your bankers create an audio chat where they brought in several, um, uh, let's say, um, uh, gatekeepers or office managers from pediatricians and veterinarians and chiropractors and brought an expert in to talk about office efficiency, how to manage your boss better, whatever the case might be. And in creator mode, your bankers can do that. Sure, I know what you're thinking. Geez, now I have to be a trainer and I have to train my bankers how to do that. Yeah, absolutely. That could be a really important thing for you to do. But when you do that, your brand is amplified and their personal brand comes to life as well. So think about creator mode and helping your bankers decide if they go to creator mode, when to go to creator mode, um, et cetera. So that's number four. Number five, and this is something that a lot of banks have really ignored or not paid as much attention to as they could. And that's the LinkedIn company page. I've seen a lot of LinkedIn company pages 
that are job boards. Uh, your LinkedIn company page is not a job board. In fact, the company page is a resource. Uh, it's a value-based approach. It's another way to amplify your brand. Now, the really good news here is there really isn't a lot that LinkedIn allows you to do with your company page. Um, you can have a graphic. Uh, you can have uh, some uh, content in there. And then obviously it can connect to your website and other kinds of things. So it isn't a ton of work. The real work comes when you decide to post something. When, when the posts go out on your company page, then what do you do? Well, too often what I've seen is when I go to the company page of a, of a bank, and then I go to someone in the bank that maybe is a pretty active user of LinkedIn, I see a horrible disconnect between the company page content and the personal content of the banker. So one thing I really recommend is A, uh, have a great company page on LinkedIn. If you're a community bank, you're not too small to have a company page. Get a company page and don't make it a job board. Make it a value board and start to post some content. Um, sure, it can be things like when there's a new branch opening or a, a product launch or um, uh, you, you've given a thousand dollars away to the boys and girls clubs. But it can also be content that would focus in on certain niches. So, for example, five things to think about if you're going into robotics in 2024. You've probably got a few experts in your bank that, again, could give you a few notes and you could use ChatGPT or you could write it yourself and you could post it on that company page. But whatever you post on the company page, whether it's your quarterly earnings or another article like that or a photo, let your bankers know that the content is out there and teach them a way to get that content from, uh, <clears throat> from the company page onto your personal page. And I would also say to you that when you go into, for example, creator mode, one of the other things that creator mode allows is moving that featured section right under your profile. And that again is another great way to take content from the company page and to put it onto their personal profile right onto their featured page. Well, there's a lot of things to think about as a community bank CMO, and certainly LinkedIn is not your only issue. You have a lot of issues uh, going on, certainly. But those are five things that uh, I think could really benefit you. So I wanted to end this, as I often do, with some questions. So one of the things that I always ask my bank CMOs is, how are you leading the way? In other words, if you want your bank's brand to be amplified on the profiles of your bankers, what are you doing to make sure that you're uh, doing the same thing from a personal perspective? So the first question I always ask is, how likely is it that you are connected to all of the bankers that work with you on LinkedIn? It shocks me to the number of bankers that are not connected with each other inside the organization. Being connected to someone in your bank allows you to do a number of different things. One thing you can do is to message a particular banker and say, hey, Jim or Mary, I've posted something or there's some content available on our company page that you might be interested in. I think the marketplace would really benefit from. 
So getting connected at the first level allows you to streamline your messaging with your bankers. Uh, it also allows you to see what else they're posting. Who is really active on LinkedIn? Who is not at all active on LinkedIn, but it is in a market that could really benefit the bank. That might be a little bit of education. Sure, you don't want to usurp the power or the authority of the manager, but you could go to the manager and say, you know, I've done a little bit of an analysis and Bart and Mary are in a really powerful market here and I've noticed they haven't posted much on LinkedIn. Let me know if I can help you with that. Sometimes simply doing that and shining a light on that can really be of, of uh, a benefit to you. So that's, that's the first thing. The second thing is, what does your, your personal headline say? Does it say director of marketing? Well, if you're trying to help people improve their headline and they go to your page and it says director of marketing at name of bank, well, it's no better than what they're doing right now. How about helping internal partners amplify our bank's brand? That is a great forward-moving, forward-thinking headline that sets a tremendous example for the rest of your uh, bankers. What about your photo? What about your background? You know, if you wanted to have a LinkedIn photo day, maybe you're first in line if you feel your photo is. You know, LinkedIn this year in uh, 2050 things on their platform. How many of them do you know about? What about those? Uh, what do you do to forward that on to your uh, colleagues that um, are in the field so that they can help themselves get better at LinkedIn? Oh, I know what you're thinking. How do I get close to all the changes that are being made on LinkedIn? How do I do that? Well, I would suggest three names to you. Number one, I've already mentioned Richard Vanderbloom. Richard uh, posts absolutely brilliantly. He posts to the point and he posts regularly and it's all very, very practical. And Richard Vanderbloom every year comes out with a, a very complete analytics look at the algorithm uh, that LinkedIn is putting together. And it can really help you help your banks get better at that by following Richard. The second person, D. Turner. It's got a D. There's a lot of Turners in it, but Kevin D. Turner. Kevin is my go-to person as far as the number of changes that LinkedIn is making. If there are changes LinkedIn's making, I follow Kevin's content. I'm able to see it. And some of the changes are very minor and some of them are pretty hefty. So you're going to want to follow Kevin D. Turner uh, to help you in that regard. And the last thing, of course, is my, my great business partner, Bryn Tillman. Uh, she was just named one of the 16 2024 LinkedIn sales influencers. That's a tremendously high honor and it's well earned. Bryn is uh, the, she, they call her the LinkedIn whisperer. I don't think she whispers much, but I do think she knows an awful lot about what LinkedIn is doing and what you can be helped for by LinkedIn. And by the way, that includes, and we didn't even talk about this, Sales Navigator, which is a tremendously powerful, powerful program. So um, that's all I have. Uh, it's kind of an abbreviated version of Jack Rants with Bryn because there's no Bryn. We certainly hope she feels better uh, very, very soon. And I want to take this moment to thank our really good friends 
at uh, RELPRO, Martin Wise uh, and Lauren Myers and her, their team, uh, as well as Bobby Martin, Susan Bell and David Buffalo over at Vertical IQ for supporting us so much for sponsoring this program. We also have a podcast. So if you'd like to message me or I can link certainly link out to you uh, of the podcast, we put all of these in podcasts and we've got several podcasts out there from great, great guests and LinkedIn and, uh, and, and uh, Vertical IQ and RELPRO sponsor those as well. And the last thing is I'm somehow my team made me a YouTube sensation. Uh, and so we'd love to have you follow us on YouTube at The Modern Banker. All of these programs, as well as all of my LinkedIn um, uh, Jack Rants with Modern Bankers are there. Uh, and we're very, very excited about it. We've got some great guests, absolutely fabulous guests coming up on the program uh, from uh, Meredith Elliott Powell um, and uh, uh, Neil Stevens, the president of Oconee State Bank, uh, Dave Kurgeon. Uh, we've got uh, Ned Miller is going to come on late in the year. So we've got a lot of guests. And again, those programs are on Wednesday at noon Eastern time. Well, um, we made it through. Uh, it probably wasn't as uh, as robust as Jack Rants with Bryn. I guess that's why I need Bryn here. She's the expert, and uh, it's good to bounce things off the off of her back and forth. But really appreciate you joining the program today, uh, and we will see you next uh, Thursday. Because if it's Thursday, it's Jack Rants with Bryn. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining us for Jack Rants with Bryn, brought to you by our good friends at Vertical IQ and RelPro. We're live on LinkedIn every Thursday at noon Eastern time, helping bankers turn connections into conversations. Don't miss an episode. Visit themodernbanker.com slash TMB podcast. Leave us a review if you would. You can also listen to this program and the new Jack Rants with Modern Bankers on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. We're on YouTube as well. Subscribe at youtube.com slash at The Modern Banker. Finally, don't forget, make today and every day a great client day. Music.